Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. We thought for this episode we should describe our relationship with horror movies, which for me is pretty much non-existent. I think I've watched three horror movies in my time. One of them by choice, and that was The Quiet Place, which... Is that a horror movie, do you that think? Was, that's, like, recent. Yeah. Thriller-ish. Thriller-ish, yeah. Horror. I mean, when there you, was enough good reviews that I had to watch it. Are you talking in your entire life mm. three that's horror like films? That's, like, it. That's it. So, I've watched I've watched Quiet Place, I've watched It, and I've watched The Ring. Oh, those And are- I got tricked into watching The Ring. My brother <sighs> wanted to get with a very lovely lady and, yep. he's, and he wanted some support when they went to the movies. And he said, oh, it's like fantasy. We love fantasy and, and oh. supernatural. So I'm like, he's not fantasy, right, Damo. Right, I'll, I'll go along for the ride. And then I was very angry. I was Damo's angry brother. and scared. Is this, is this, your, is this twin this brother? This is twin brother. Yeah. He should be banned from twin. Yeah, I oh. He should be untwinned. He should be untwinned. No hugs for a year. No. What? Can you but do I that need though, hugs because I was so scared. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think Damon's hugging you I to gave, console you, but at the same time, I gave you're like, the off. angriest hugs anyone has ever given. <laughs> do you know what I love, though? He's tactic to be like, oh, I'm going to impress this lady. I'm gonna, my, my brother will be there for moral support. Yeah. He didn't get to do anything with that lady because he was too busy hugging you. <laughs> yeah, I was all over him. Like, you've dragged me here. Yeah. You're giving me hugs, man. Yeah, she's sitting there trying to be scared and like hold on to him, but now you're already there, yeah. limping just no, on his yeah. chest. Was he terrified as well? I honestly, he probably was, but I think he was because he had the lady we press. He was sort of, oh no, yeah, it was, yeah. wasn't too, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, I like was generally comedy. like, I I need to look away. I'd like look down, but then of course you, your eyes creep back up. Yeah, I, I just didn't know where to look. And then I like I did study the curtains in the movie theater for quite a long time, going how do I how do I get through this next hour yeah. and a half. I have grown up, um, it was a little bit of like, my mum was weird about what movies we watched, so just sort of stayed away from 
anything gruesome. But mm. also, I was a coward as well, so yeah. I was like, no, good, enforce the law, Mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all good. Oh, no, yeah. I can't watch it. That's a shame. I'll just watch Space Jam again. <laughs> so if I had to watch anything remotely scary, and when I say horror, I probably mean more like a thriller Yeah, uh, that just got me a little bit on edge, I would have to like back it up with comedies. Yeah. Like I would need to chase it with something. But um, just in recent years, I've watched a couple more horror films because my girlfriend actually quite likes them. Right. So I've had to sort of be Get like, a new oh, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's an option because <laughs> these, these are terrifying, these movies. But yeah, no, so I have seen a couple, but there's, yeah. there's heaps that I haven't and don't want to watch. I've avoided as strongly as I can. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Well, so I've always been of the belief in the same boat as I'm a big coward, don't like horror. Uh, but for some bizarre reason, for a big old coward who gets scared very easily, yeah. I have seen a weird number of horror films. Yeah. And I have, maybe it's because I've like watched a lot and I've developed like stupid coping strategies. For example, bottom right corner of the screen, very good place to look a lot. Ooh. Interesting. Um, okay. When I was at uni, I used to take notes uh, when I'd watch a horror film, pretend right. it's an assignment because then I can detach my, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I've I've watched a lot and I've read a lot. Like I really like Stephen King as a writer. Like it's it's weird. Yeah. I have a weird relationship with horror where it's kind of like okay. So I have this thing where I'm terrified and I know I'm terrified, but I I get myself in this place. I'm like, nah, get excited. Hmm. So for example, it you talked about it before. So yeah, yeah. I went to see the remake and I was like, yeah, cool. We're going to the movie together. Well, like I was really having a great time. We had some drinks and some dinner and we got in. We sat down at the movie theater and the trailer started playing. And until the the light like the screen changed size and the f- opening titles for it started. I was like, I'm, "Fuck, what have I done? What am I doing? Here? Why am I here?" Yep. I kind of PTSD my way <laughs> into a movie and then realize, "Oh no, this is a terrible idea." Oh, oh, I was and then it's full too of late. regret. Yeah, I always <sighs> think I'll be able to handle. I'll be like, "No, I'm fine. I'm getting better." And then it starts, and the first remotely scary thing that starts to happen, I just go, "Far, yeah, no." Why? Yeah. It's why do we do it? It's worth noting too that the three of us are writers and terrified of horror, complete cowards, and yet I think all three of us enjoy writing horror. Yeah, mm. very much so. And I don't Absolutely. know why. I haven't figured that out well, yet. I remember, I think, I want to say it was Joe Hill, but I'm not entirely sure about that. But he said the people who get most scared are going to be the best horror writers because they can really describe the thing that's scaring them yeah. down to horrible detail because we know how awful it all is mm-hmm. so we can write it down and be like oh that's really scary yeah oh just i'm just remembering my childhood now <laughs> i grew up on a farm that was big and scary and had weird noises at night and yeah. all sorts of things so that's just like has put me off horror as well do you, like, you have da- a mountain you called the, oh yeah we live near mount cannibal mount cannibal yeah, yeah. which <laughs> that's terrible on the haunted highway <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the murder road so many weird things have happened on that road it's just terrifying and also my dad likes to work on cars so he had the car workshop up the hill from the house, oh, fuck, and no. he would always like do that thing where he'd leave the lights and shit on, come down for dinner, then go to sleep, and Mum would be like, "Right, one of you's got to go." Oh do it. no! And we'd get a torch if the batteries were working. Oh, oh Sean, and have to go up there, and it was like a it's a two story shed, so there's an office where the lights are, but there's an above thing as well, like with creaky uh, floorboards. I swear something was living up there my whole childhood. Oh, you would turn the lights off. And then sprint back down to the house and not even look over your shoulder until you got to the front door. Because the rule is, if you turn around, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Once, Once you see it, you see it. That's it. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna oh, fucking hell. So you didn't you didn't need to watch horror movies because you were living well, a I horror lived movie. I lived yeah. Even yeah. watching Signs. Yeah. Which it's not really a horror, really. Oh it's, no, it's it is sci-fi. Because I want to take this up to both of you because both yeah. of you are like, oh, thrillers aren't horrors. Fuck, they are. They are for us, <laughs> but for the, the yeah. general horror fan, the hardened horror for, fan, for the honest not at all. coward, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> a horror. <movie. laughs> oh, try living on a farm after watching Signs and opening your window at oh. night and just looking out to the long grass, and then also having a dickhead older brother who would like walk past <laughs> you doing a, oh, like making God. the alien noises. Oh, no. Dog, no. great film, Signs. Fantastic film. Yeah. So the idea behind this podcast is that every episode, the three of us will have watched a horror movie together and we'll share our very scaredy experience with all you lot. Because if you're not going to piss yourself with your friends, why yeah. would you? <laughs> why, why even do it? And it's also so we could hold hands and, and cry yeah. a little bit together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of, like, you mentioned how when you, you sort of sign yourself up to do it and then you're sitting there and you're like, what am I, what am I doing? That's how I felt when we sat down to watch our first horror movie. Yep. I was like, "Oh, well, this uh, this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Why have I We're done scaredy this?" We're scaredy boys. Like, the premise is ridiculous. Yep. People who hate a thing do that do thing. That thing exclusively. And where <laughs> those people? I'm like, oh, I don't want to be those people. Oh, <laughs> but man. for this episode, we did watch our first episode. We decided to watch the Blair Witch Project. Thought would go with the classic. So, for the Blair Witch Project, for any other scaredy peeps out there who haven't watched it. The Blair Witch Project was released in 1999 and is a found footage supernatural horror film by Daniel Mike Rick and Eduardo Sanchez. It tells the fictional story of three student filmmakers, Heather, Michael and Josh, who hike deep into the Black Hills in 1994 to film a documentary about a local urban legend known as the Blair Witch. The trio lose their map, their bearings and ultimately their minds as they try to desperately make it back to their car, all the while being haunted each night by someone or something unseen. The film was released in the early days of the internet, and the marketing campaign pushed the idea that the events of the film were horrifyingly real. On a micro-budget of $60,000, the film brought in $250 million at the box office and launched an entire legacy of found-footage horror films such as Paranormal Activity, Cloverfield, and The Last Exorcism that continued 20 years after its release. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is, I can't do math, but that is at least double. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You can't do math. You can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> That's sometimes the appeal, just quickly, for filmmakers yeah. in making horror films, because so, they can be so dirt cheap mm. and people love it. Or in our case, no, don't love it. Don't love Terrified. it. Terrified. Yeah. I'd heard of this film for years and avoided it, yeah. quite frankly, because who needs that in their life? Right. No, not I us. don't. Yeah. I don't. Could you imagine watching this film it, like when it was released, before right. you knew about fan footage yeah. films? Yeah. If I thought this was real- Probably would have killed myself, just, you know. <laughs> yeah, just to be safe. Like, <laughs> it can't get what? you. Can't get me right. from dead. I mean, that's one way to avoid the horror of it all. You're like, well, no, Blair Witch, I'm going to do it before you I mean, can. the happening. I'm here for that. Just- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were we scared when watching this film? Yes. And, like, it's a slow build for yeah. me. Like, uh, when, it, when it really, when they kicked over the fucking rocks like dickheads, <laughs> that's when we all looked at each other and went, oh, we... It's too late to get out of here now, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Fuck. And yeah. then it became, yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah. I'll call it more. It's the sticks in the trees. That's oh, the scene yeah. where I think it kicks off. Oh, up. yeah. It's more unsettling than it is outright scary until, of course, the end, which is just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Any, the, the thing that that film does really great with terror, like horror too, is that there's a time limit. Mm. So during the day, everything's fine. But you know, when it gets dark, things are going to be fucked. Yeah, so the yeah. darker it starts to get as dusk begins to fall on another day and they haven't made it to the car, 
the rising sense of dread yeah. is pain. And you're like, oh, great. Fuck, it's nighttime. Oh, yeah. sick. I was going to go to bed in this tent. No, you're not. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. It's actually a brilliant plot device. Because you watch it and every morning they wake up and they're just getting slowly more desperate. And they're like, we have to find the car because yeah. I do not want to stay out here again. Yeah, we got, we got no and food. Me, we're not sleeping. Yeah. It's just so well done. And for me watching it, I was just like, I don't want it to be nightfall. For me to watch, I don't want to watch another scene at night. Yeah, great point. Like, I was genuinely like, so to answer my question, this movie did scare me. I like, Obviously, it's a horror movie and I'm terrible at watching horror. Yeah. Cowards. But I was generally like, my hands were pretty much covering my face the entire time. Yeah. And it was it was there was two there was the dual things of the supernatural stick things outside there, oh awfulness. Oh. As well as the the fear of the genuine real fear of being lost in the woods. Yeah. And yeah. not knowing like I thought that was brilliantly done because both made me uneasy and both made me terrified for the protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up in Australia. We're not un- unfamiliar with, you know, a bit of hiking and camping and that sort of thing. Not so, I'm a city boy. Never, never saw a man well, in my life. <laughs> I, I can tell Damo and I yeah. have experienced our fair share no, of camping. No, I've, yeah. I've, I've le-camped. Yeah. You've gone for a few treks over Cannibal Hill or whatever. <laughs> yeah, cannibal. Matt cannibal. Poor boy, yeah. But so I thought when you were like, oh, yeah, I've got a scary mountain, and I remember seeing it, I was like, oh, yeah, Mount Death Death. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what it is, Tom. No. There are a lot of, like, I guess, high-concept horror films, mm. but this one, like, you remove the supernatural aspect, and it just for me, it's enough that just to be lost in the woods yeah. is quite yep. scary. And then when you factor in, they unzip the tent in the morning and there's a pile of sticks outside oh, their door. God, yeah. It's just fucked. Three, one for each of them. Oh, but even but even the, the like you add the lost thing, which is terrifying. Mm. And you multiply that right now. You, you, yeah. you multiply that with the supernatural element of they are supernaturally lost. Like yeah, they the forest is causing them to be lost. Yeah, yep. is terrifying because it means that yes, being lost is scary. But if you're good enough at being a hiker, you can right. get out. None yeah. of this forest. Yeah. This forest no. is alive, and once you're dead, yeah, this car, your compass is useless. It's not going to do you any favors. Oh, boy. It doesn't completely sink in either until he's pointing out we crossed that log. Like, that same log. log and she, yeah. same she, log, she yeah. starts crying. And she's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. And then she gets to it and she just breaks down yeah. and goes, it's the same log. Yeah. And you're like, fuck me. This is just <sighs> fucked. It's it? fucked. And the character's reactions actually were really good. The one, the way Heather first kept denying it, because that's a rational, like, yeah. you would, you would deny it. And then the others were getting angry but they weren't angry the angry was just there to mask their fear i'm like yep that's what i would be doing i'd be like come on you are oh, you bastards let's get out of here you're wasting yep. generally because i want to scream and cry a little bit um and then added to the found footage uh yeah you know it just made it very real like for a movie that didn't really show anything that horrible other than some sticks on the you ground see nothing nothing and, and that is the most amazing yeah. thing about this film is you see nothing. The only true bit of terror you get is you get a hint early on where they're interviewing townsfolk and one of them's telling telling an offhand story yeah. about a murder and how they used to make them face the walls before they killed them. And then at the end, you see no witch, you see no ghost, you just get a shot of one of the guys facing the wall and then the other person drops out of frame and you go, fuck. Oh, I'm going to cry now. I know what that is. Yeah. Like- for me, that's that's yeah. the scariest part of that film is that you never see anything, so you have no idea what you're looking for. Yeah, I got so much respect for the way they shot it, even like you know the initial ones where they hear the voices at night or whatever, mm, mm. or the sounds out in the bush and children they- laughing, Sean. Children, oh, oh, the very ordinary God. sound of kids giggling yeah. in the woods. But even oh. then, they take the camera out and they're walking around, and like the majority of horror films would have some sort of jump scare. 
where suddenly yes. the camera yeah. and there's a face there or there's something and they just didn't do it and it makes it worse. It does because I was I was waiting for the jump scare. I had my hands over my face yeah. but was, my eyes were peeking through. But then when it doesn't come, you don't have the release that no, follows the jump scare. The jump scare is all about the release. This is There's no release in this film, really. No. The release is the daylight, I guess. Yes, but yeah. even then, the, the, the daylight's filled. Because the initial daylight, you go, okay, cool, it's daylight again. But then it keeps going. You're like, it's going to be night. It's going to be yeah. night. It's going to yeah. be night. So you wound up by the time it goes, the sun sets again. Yeah. And daylight comes with the next threat. Yep. There's the next little thing in front of the thing. Or then they find the teeth. Oh, my. For me, that was the scariest part when they when they uncover the, the teeth. with the hair and the teeth. Oh, you're just oh. like, oh, okay. No, no one's making it. No one's making it out of here. No, no. definitely not. Fuck you, Josh, for rocking over those. Not kicking uh, over those stones, you big dumb fuck. Fucking idiot. So, like, <laughs> if he hadn't done it. That'd be fine. They'd be all right. They'd be alive. It is rough, though, that if you go out in the woods, you're like. Fuck, if I accidentally kick some stones over, dead. That's me done. Yep. That's yeah, me no, being tortured. They actively pursue out a cemetery, which is what they, they do. do. They do. And like that's the again where they you've got these characters that are arguably ignorant in that they don't believe their own the thing they're pursuing. And we know that it's all gonna go wrong. And so with every step they take closer and closer to that cemetery, nothing has even happened yet, and I'm already on the edge of my if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It didn't hit me until later in the film how good that early moment is. There's like this really lingering camera shot of the car as they walk away. Mm. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, editor, let's let's uh, mm. speed this up. But no, it's the last time you'll ever see that car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's last time they see the car. It's so... There are so many little, just very clever, very simple, but very effective little 
drops and hints and mm. things. It's it's yeah, it's and it's good because it gets covered by the found footage thing. So you're like, yep. oh, it's just there's some rando thing they managed to film. But then yeah, it's it's actually very good filmmaking. Mm. Um, I will say this. So uh, scariest thing is a bit in the basement. No, scariest scene is really early on when they hear the noises in the forest for the first for the second time, and mm-hmm. she goes out to try and film it. Yeah. No, no, it's when it's the third night where the tent gets attacked by something. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's scary. What's scarier is when they run out and the camera's pointing at the ground and Heather sees something. We don't see it, but she just screams, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh, it's and, and just running. Me. So, because you're filming, because she doesn't have the camera. Mike's got the camera behind her. He's filming her. Mm. She looks off to the side and says, what the fuck is that? And he just keeps running. So, we don't see it. Yeah. We don't see what it is. Yeah. And you want to and see the terror in her fucking voice. Oh, oh, I think I'd blacked God. out by then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. So, I'm honestly, I'm so scared right now, just reliving this movie. I mean, it's not helping. We're recording this at night time. Oh. <laughs> Guys, we need a new rule. We're only recording at yeah. two p.m. on sweet, sunny days. Sweet sunny, sunshiny. Days. Everyone must have a puppy in their lap. <laughs> I like that rule. <laughs> so I did also want to talk about the world of the film and and sort of surviving the horror that inevitably comes. So what what do we think of how the characters acted in this film? Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Don't kick shit over. Yeah. First point is don't ever go out there. Yeah. I mean, like- yeah. Point three, stay at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's telling you, you're filming people telling you how terrible it is and all that, like, even if you ignore the witch thing, there was still about something about a guy in his house abducting people. Yeah. So, you're like, okay, well, that's a real thing, even if you take away the supernatural element and they're going to go off on their own and, f- oh my God. Take a weapon. Ones. Take take several weapons, yeah. yeah. Great Don't call. go out there. Great call. Or like, if you go out there, respect the thing. Yeah. Like, if if you're making a doco about a ghost or a, or a monster, and you you assume it's real, respect it. Yeah. Don't be like, huh, no such thing. It's like, yeah, you believe. I would I would continually walk around, and mm. after every take, every shot I took, be like, hey, Blair Witch, love you. You're <laughs> the best. You're awesome, yeah. Respect to the forest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, is it is it Heather who's, like, at one point, like, moving the sticks to try to get the best shot or something like Probably. that? Yep. And I was pulling my hair out there. Oh, that's after they've knocked the rocks over, too, when they oh, find right. the sticks, the, yeah. the, little, the little men in the tree. Yeah. Remind me, is the knocking of the rocks over deliberate or an accident? Accident. He just trips. He trips. Yeah. But they're walking around a cemetery. I just, it's an accident. However, I will say this. They're idiots because Mikey throws the map away. Oh, yeah. Mike, I mean, yeah. The, the map's not going to help them because the forest is yeah. trying to kill them, but they would have a better chance if they had the map. Oh, yes. yeah. So much better. Because like, Heather was annoying me because she kept demanding that she knew what she was doing. She knew where she was going. She kept filming. Everyone they told her, stop filming. Like, this is getting serious now. But then when Mikey was revealed to have kicked the map away, I wanted to throttle him. I want to get my hands around his yeah, neck. Yeah, I thought and that just might be have been like, a moment where Josh beat- Oh, no, sorry- which one? Josh was the one. Josh was the one who died. Well, oh, they okay. all die, but Josh was the one who goes missing first. I thought Josh would have attacked him at that point. Right. And like punched the shit out of him. Because you're like, you have literally killed us. Yeah. Because you got one moment of frustration with the map that was our only saving grace, even if it wasn't great. Do you think Heather could read the yeah, map? Yeah, I think she could. I, I think, think she, she could, could, but she, she didn't want to admit to the that the power or whatever of the place mm. was fucking it up. Well, yeah. they, they did well yeah. even with- Getting to the cemetery, she was still a bit useless at it. She was yeah. good enough to get them there, but she made a few wrong turns along the way. Yeah. Which is more believable than they get lost, but the actual problem was that the forest was moving around her. Exactly. Oh, oh so when you factor in the forest moving, it's because I watch it and I go, just follow the river. Yeah. Or right, they right. did. And they ended that up back work. at the log. Oh. At that point, just lie down, outside, let it take you. Yeah. Yeah, what point do you just give up? Early. 
<laughs> We're shit house. We are. Well, we gonna, are. I was gonna. My next question was gonna be, what is the best way to survive in this world? So you saying the best way is just to lie down. Okay. So pain. are you saying that we don't have the capacity to avoid angering? I'm the saying witch? you. You've kind of got maybe a bit. You've still. Let's say you've kicked the rocks over because right. okay. So so where yeah. with them? Someone's kicked the rocks over. Rocks yeah. have been kicked over, and now we're in. But you're but you're not keep. You don't keep filming. You don't sort of. You yeah. actually work like what is the working together? Let's actually ditch all this. of the cameras and gear. Yeah. Oh, that's expensive shit, Tom. Sorry, I got to put my film school brain on here and be like, no, oh. we're trying to survive. No, no, rental fees though, <laughs> mate. What's the point of surviving if you're going to get kicked out of school? <laughs> hey, you're alive. Yeah, but at this, hang on. At the point though, Bear Grylls, man, on, he on, doesn't take his. Oh, he does take <laughs> no, a camera no, no, ever, Tom, actually. At what point? At what point do you realize? Oh, it's life or death. We better like. Mm. When do you drop the cameras? Oh, well, towards the end. Oh yeah, towards the end, all bets are off. Right. Those cameras, I'd use them as a weapon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Right. I'd offer yeah, them to yeah. the Blair Witch and be like, "This is worth eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Be cool now. Do whatever it takes." Do but you- the initial stages, stop filming. Yeah. Because that doesn't fucking matter no. anymore. I'm gonna. If we get attacked at night, mm. basically after the first night of weird shit, I go and find the biggest stick and start okay, sharpening that so motherfucker up. So we, do you set a trap? Oh, setting a trap. That's keen. Setting already a trap. Angered. Already set, angered. Set, setting a trap in a forest that is literally warping around you. No fucking way. But you don't know it's warping around you. But, I, but like, okay, but I wouldn't set a trap because you put a trap out and the forest is like, going to move that trap over where you take a piss and now your dick's cut off. <laughs> <laughs> would you set a trap, Damo? I think I would, to be honest. I think oh. I because I, I, I don't know if I'd fight because, as mentioned, coward. But I think I would try to at least have some defense. No, but that's what my stick is. I'm not actively seeking out the fight. I'm just yeah. like, if the fight comes to me, <laughs> I'm fucking ready okay. with a big ass sharp stick. Well, even like, do you set up the tent and then like sneak away into a bush and watch the tent all night? Well, no, I'm too scared no, to do that. Don't do that. I'd be that, like, boys, let's all it knows where in the you tent. are. Okay, yeah, it the tent is not. You're not fooling it with a tent pop up. Yeah, you're not fooling it. It's like, oh, he's in the tent. Oh, the dickhead's climbing into that bush. <laughs> Just eat him in the bush. No, I yeah, wouldn't. Okay. I, I mean, I might you, suggest would, that someone takes watch, but I would like rig the short yeah, straw crap. That's the so thing. I don't have yeah, to do yeah, it. yeah, that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> is that no one takes watch in that film? No, after the shit goes weird, I would be rotating watch immediately once. Reckon? Yeah. But inside, like someone just stays awake inside. Well, that was too sleep, and then you rotate it. No one sits outside uh, to pack up and go as soon as something weird happens. Mm. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to have like a contingency plan, did they? No. Well, no, they didn't because they they died. Yeah, yeah. Even, I, even what about like just climbing the tallest tree you can find? And forest climate. alive. Yeah, yeah. Mate, no, stick people. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, what? but at that point, they don't think. Sorry, us. We don't think the forest is alive. We just think there's someone out here and they're messing with us. Yeah, exactly. So my thing is get to the high ground immediately and Mm. if you can't get to like a high hill or whatever, climb a tree. Again, follow the river, but we know that that wouldn't work in the the long run. Weapons are your best bet. Counterpoint. Got to find food too. They didn't seem to. Although they still had food, didn't they? Yeah, they just slowly Uh, started a little bit. Slowly started a bit. Mm. Counterpoint. Yeah. Instead of... uh, Weapon being tough and fighting, I wait until we definitely confirm that it is a supernatural entity, that it isn't just people in the woods trying to scare us. Up until that point, that's fine. And then once I know that there is a Blair Witch and she is angered with us and is going to destroy us, I offer myself to her as a willing supplicant to do her bidding. Okay, Betray us? Absolutely. Oh, we're betrayed. We're teeth. You're both dead. We're teeth in a bundle. Uh, You're teeth in a bundle. I go to her and go, look. My hair's in there. I will serve you. Um, 
I'll go into that town. You know what she'll say to you, though? She'll be like, good, good, Thomas. Stand in the corner. Oh, I'll be like, well, know. no, I'm cool. You're dead. I'm in the corner. <laughs> I, you know what? I figured out what I would do. Stand in, just stand in a corner immediately. Find a corner, stand in it. <laughs> However long it takes for us to lose hope, yeah. once hope is lost and we're like, we can't get out yeah. of here, yeah. I set the forest on fire. Light some fires. Yeah. I, I, I burn oh. the biggest tree there is. Yeah. I just set fires sure. and then get to safe ground and wait for someone to- Yeah. Stand in the Helicopter's going to yeah. fly over. You Batman, the jo- you Batman and Joker. Yeah. You burn yeah, the forest yeah, in. Yeah, burn yeah. it. She can't move the forest around if there's no forest. Oh, we take the fight to her, Damo. Oh, oh we're not cowards anymore. Counterpoint: You kill me because I've I've aligned myself. Yeah, but with you, her. you dogged us, so we're fine with that. Until I come running out of like on fire and I've gone mad and I try to kill you both. Yeah, yeah okay. like Renfield Dracula. That's, style. that's when we get Carney's stick ready and into action. <laughs> it's not to kill a witch; it's to kill <laughs> me <laughs> when I betrayed both of you. <laughs> no, I think the fire's a great idea. Yeah. The only concern that I don't know if you've considered, Sean, probably is- not. You've set the fire. Yeah. It's burning around. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck are you doing setting fires in my house? And she comes to you. But if she comes to me, then I've got the stick and then I'm- Because either way- Do you think yeah. a stick that is sharp yeah. is going to be strong enough to beat a malevolent magical entity possibly thousands of years old? Who won't show herself. To be honest, and I wouldn't be thinking rationally at this point, especially if I'm burning mm, things down, right. but the best thing I could do is stand still. Ooh. Because she's not showing herself. She's getting in my head, making me hear voices, making me run in directions that she wants. Mm. I would fucking plant my feet. I would be concrete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you'll die real quick when <laughs> yeah. she just appears. I feel like Tom's already turned towards the witch because he's really trying to help make us lose hope in this scenario. I'm just saying. I don't know if she would appear, though. Where there's a witch, there's a way, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my next question is, that's we've brainstormed some really great ideas about how to fight her. Yeah. What would we personally have actually done Given us in this scenario, how how quickly would we have died? Oh, I reckon not as quickly as we would first think. Yeah, I think we. To be honest, I think we would last as long as Heather and Marky. Yeah, yeah. I would stubbornly insist that no, no, we just got to keep going this way. It yeah. would take the log incident for me to break down and be like, "Fuck," mm. and then I don't know, mate. And then just how how long would it take for Tom to to just give us up? Just be like, well. Mr. Le Camping. We had some there. good time, boys. Uh, how how, how long is a piece of string tied to a stick person? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's the real question. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd go a bit. I'd go, again, I'd, I need to confirm we were dealing with a, with a spirit monster woman. Yeah. Right. Because it was just a man yeah, with yeah. an axe. Yeah. It's Fuck kind of him. like- He can get killed by a stick. Yeah. yeah. And it is how long can you hold on to hope. I think that's the real challenge of this film. Yeah, we would last longer than um, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey we, kick- we, none of us have kicked the map in the no. water. I would be holding no. onto the map for dear life. That's yeah. my one beacon of hope. Yeah, none of us are dumb enough to throw a map yeah. away. No, no, Definitely. absolutely not. And I mean, register that you're out in the woods with like authorities and be like, if we're not back in two days, yeah, yeah. Step one, yeah. Step two, Actually, Google Maps. Damon, you got a wife. <laughs> you're not getting lost for longer than two days. No. She would, she would come find me, mm. and she'd be like, "Hey, I didn't kick your rocks over. I'll take your witch." Yeah, bless her. <laughs> To be honest, we'd be fine. We we would be fine because we all know sitting here that all of our respective partners would come looking for us in a couple yeah. of days, and they would be so much more competent. I can just imagine the three of them behind the wheel of a car, just driving straight through the forest, yeah, like yeah. not even like don't leave your car on the Fuck outside those trees, smashing things. They run over the witch, and they're like, "What were you two doing, <laughs> Tom? Were you going to sacrifice self to the witch?" <laughs> yes, guys, we'd be fine. I think we'd do. Very I think good. we'd actually be all right. I think we would. I think being a coward in this scenario is your best bet. It works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just stay still. 
wait for help to come. Yeah. Guys, we've solved the Blair Witch. Yay, scary boy. We completed the Blair Witch Project. Oh. oh. All right. Well, <laughs> that's that, good. On that, that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. Uh, I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scaredy listeners have any comments about this episode or want to say hi, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Awkward Trade. And join us for our next episode where we'll be watching John Carpenter's The Thing. Spooky music. Death. Witch. Snow. Stay scared, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.